Have you ever wondered how to develop your unique creative voice? Well, a lot of people do. We're going to talk about that today here on 5-Minute Mentoring. Have you ever wanted to have someone in your life who you could ask real questions about your art, your business, and even your walk with the Lord? Well, that's exactly what we do every Friday here on 5-Minute Mentoring, where I answer one question from one of my awesome podcast listeners in order to help you start really thriving as the artist you know God created you to be. Well, hey there, my friend. I'm so glad that you're here with me today. We're going to be talking about this subject of how to develop your unique creative voice as an artist. You know, that's one of the most important things for an artist if you're really going to start thriving in everything that God's called you to be is to really develop the uniqueness that God's put inside of you. Because otherwise, you end up kind of either just dabbling all over the place or trying to copy what everybody else is doing or just kind of never really getting your your footing under you. And, you know, God's best for you, for all of us, is that we really press in to the uniqueness uh, of, of everything that he's got for us. You know, I love to answer questions from uh, my listeners, people that hear me on the on the podcast, on Facebook, that sort of thing. And one of the questions I got uh, was from Karen the other day. And Karen's question was this. My name is Karen Neighbor. I'm from Indiana, and I am an abstract artist, primarily working with acrylics. And my question is, how do you go about coming up with your own inspiration um, ideas? I'm really good at copying other people's work and other artists. However, coming up with my own ideas and style is a lot more difficult. So if you could help with that, I would really appreciate it. Thank you so much. You know, the first thing I would say is this. All artists go through um, kind of this macro three-stage process that I call uh, awareness, awakening, and autonomy. Awareness is kind of where you're starting to understand, oh, wow, I I, I do get inspired by things artistically. I'm seeing lots of things that that I like. Oh, I like this technique and that technique. You start to kind of just wake up to (laughs) to all the the possibilities that that are out there creatively. And over time, you know, what happens is as you awaken and you go through that process, uh, an awareness kind of starts to develop inside of you. All right. And in that awareness and awakening, that kind of goes back and forth with each other. All, you know, you start out maybe with awareness. Wow. There's something there. And then awakening happens, and you're like, Whoa, that's something that I saw happening. That's like lighting a fire inside of me. Like there's something I really connect with there. I want to, I want to try more of that. And as you do that in this awakening process, all right, you start to develop mastery. You start to, you know, a lot of people start out emulating other artists or or finding, you know, styles that they like or aesthetics that they like or techniques that they like that maybe a certain artist is known for. And they really, they bring that into their into their practice. That's super important. That's a part of the of the process. All right, we all stand on the shoulders of each other creatively, you know, from that perspective. But here's where the magic happens, all right? The, here's where the beautiful thing happens. As an artist matures, and a lot of artists never get there because they just stay professional dabblers, all right? The way 
artists mature is to move from awareness through awakening, awakening into what I call autonomy. Whereas where that is all of the inspiration that you've taken over the years, all of the other artists that have inspired you, all of the studio work that you've done, all of the practice that you've done, all of a sudden, all of that starts to get expressed uniquely through your voice. See, none of us, you know, unless you think, well, I'm just unique from the get-go. You're probably not. (laughs) None of us are just, you know, right out of the gate, just coming up with something that's not been informed by anything. Of course, we're everything that we create, everything that we do is informed by everything that we've been through in our life, been inspired by, loved, practiced, been exposed to. All of that goes into the creative well. And so, as you move through that awareness, awakening, and autonomy, that's how that voice really gets developed. That's actually kind of the the broad part. I actually go into that a lot deeper in the mentoring program inside. There's a seven-step process that I've I've found over the years that every artist goes through that, that once you understand that, you can understand, oh, wow, okay, it's not that I'm a bad artist or it's not that I'm just immature. I'm just in process, which is which is really great, all right? So I wanted to give you four things that I think would really help you today, no matter where you are in developing your unique artistic voice. All right. The first thing I would say is this. You've got to cultivate inspiration. So many artists, I hear them all the time in, in Facebook groups. I've got artist block. You know, I've, I don't have any inspiration. I get to the studio and I don't know what to do and all that. That's a telltale sign. <laughs> Immediately, I can go ding, 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 bingo. I can tell you're not cultivating inspiration in your life. When you don't cultivate inspiration, that is when you're not doing beautiful things, having beautiful experiences, reading books, going to the movies, taking long walks, uh, playing in the studio, uh, looking at other people's work. I mean, all the things that we need to do as artists all right, to be inspired. When you're not doing that, then when you come into the studio, you're coming in with an empty tank. It's like wanting to drive from North Carolina to, to California, but not filling up your gas tank. It's like, hello, no wonder you got nothing when you get to the studio. You're not doing anything to cultivate inspiration. You're not doing anything to invite God's presence into the middle of your of your creative world. And so for the artist, everything that we do has the opportunity to inspire us. So not only do we have to cultivate that, we have to steward that as well. Write it down, journal about it, keep it in a sketchbook, do something that's going to allow that thing to start marinating on the inside of you, all right, and really let it to develop. Number two, I would say you've got to develop a studio practice. Now, I talk about this a lot in the mentoring program because I think this really sets you know, as we as we say, <laughs> the men from the boys, the, the kids from the adults, it really does separate the serious artist from the artist who's just kind of playing around with their art every now and then. I don't care if you're working at home. I don't care if you've got a studio space. You've got to have a time and a space and, a, and a, an area that you are giving to your creative practice. All right. Why do you have a kitchen in your house? Because it's important to eat. Because you need to do it every day to live in order to, to feed your family. Why do you have a living room in your in your house? Well, because it's important that we have somewhere to gather together, to relax, to fellowship, that sort of thing. 
And yet you think, well, I want to be an artist, but I'm not willing to give myself a space in my house. Or I'm willing to, I want to be an artist. I want to take my, my art to the next level, but I'm not willing to, uh, you know, invest in a studio space for me. Listen, I made baskets on the porch for years. And then I was so happy when I got a shed, when we moved to Asheville, I was like, I got a shed. I mean, it's like, it was so incredible. And then guess what? I eventually got a studio. Now I've got a 2000 square foot studio and gallery and, and all that. But guess what? That would have never happened in my life had I not been faithful with the back porch and been faithful with the shed and then faithful with what God, that's how growth see works in the kingdom. So you've got to have a studio practice if you're wanting to really develop your unique voice because number three, all right, cultivate inspiration, develop a studio practice. Number three is you got to create a lot of work. You got, listen, so many artists never find their voice because they're just, they're just dilly dallying. They're just hit and miss every now and then. Oh yeah, I paint at church every couple of months and oh yeah, I do this or I go to a couple of art retreats a year. But yeah, I'm like, what are you doing on a daily basis to put your hand to the plow of the, of the thing that God's called you to as an artist? That's important. It's as, listen, for us as artists, this is as important is reading your Bible, spending time with the Lord, going to church. Why? This is a part of your calling in the kingdom. This is part of what God has called you to. And if you don't give it time and space and resource and focus in your life, how can you expect to grow? All right. So creating work is a big, big part of allowing all of the inspiration that you're having, all the techniques that you've you've learned and practiced and all that sort of thing, you got to get that stuff, let it go through you and get expressed in the studio so that you can then lastly, this is, I love this little process. Once you're creating a lot of work, you got to do three things, review, refine, and repeat. <laughs> review, refine, and repeat. What does that mean? That means when you create a piece of work, you need to look at it critically. And you need to say, okay, what did I do in this piece that I loved? Then what did I do in this piece that I don't love or that I could have done better or that I could have taken more time on or that I could have taken to the next level, but I didn't just because I was lazy or, you know, whatever it might be. Or, you know, in fact, get a friend. A lot of people have critique groups. We do that in the mentoring program. People can bring their art to a mastermind group and, and ask their friends in the group, hey, what do you think about this? Would you, would you give me some, some tips on this? All right. It's important to have others look at your work critically and give you feedback. All right. Feedback that you can trust, not just feedback that says, oh, you are so talented. You are so anointed. No, you don't need any more of that. We all got plenty of that. All right. <laughs> Maybe you do need more of that. All right. But, but we also need the other part of it as well that says, okay, this is awesome. But what about taking this up a notch? What about taking that up a notch? What are, why'd you do this instead of that? You need to be thinking about your work critically. All right. So review it, refine it, and then repeat. Repeat the process again. And listen, as you do that over time, as you look at your work critically, as you're creating a lot of work, as you're bringing selected people into the process and allowing them to, to speak into your work, what, what does that do? All of a sudden, maturity starts coming forth in your work. And there's a uniqueness that will come forth in your work that nobody else will have. Why? 
because you're cultivating inspiration, because you're, you've developed a studio practice, because you're creating lots of work, because you're reviewing and refining and repeating that over time and over weeks and months and years of faithfulness in that studio, God will bring increase in what you're doing. As you're inviting the Holy Spirit in the middle of that process, um, that's how your uniqueness gets birthed. Uniqueness is not something that you're just, uh, you know, like God's just going to float that down from heaven and like, bing, there it is. No, when, when God gives you something, he gives you the opportunity and the authority to begin to move out in that area. Uniqueness is something that's got to be uncovered in your life. And it happens as you create work, give yourself to the process again, review or, you know, uh, review that refine it, and then uh, repeat that over time. That's how your uniqueness will get, uh, will get start to blossom in your life. All right. Listen, I know a lot of you are looking for that. This is something that we cover a lot of in the mentoring program. I actually developed a really great teaching in there called Developing Your Unique Artistic Voice. And if that's something that you're wanting to go deeper in, you can actually click the link that's right here in the notes and uh, get a little mini course that I did. It's called How to Develop Your Unique uh, Artistic Voice. It walks you through um, several different lessons through the seven-step process that I developed, plus a lot of other things that help you work through the process of really uncovering the uniqueness that God's put inside of you. And if uh, if that's something that would be a blessing to you, you can click right there and grab it. It's 39 bucks. I mean, it's kind of a no-brainer. So if, uh, if that's something that would be a blessing to you, please, please feel free to do that. All right? Hey, I love you very much. I hope you have an awesome, awesome day. And uh, remember, till next time, you were created to thrive. All right, bye.